20 questions, exercises for a healthy spiritual life. Let us pray. The words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord our God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We're now into week four of this six-week Lenten series of sermons, 20 questions. And in it, we've been talking about important spiritual practices, those exercises that help us to, to grow stronger in our faith. We've talked about the importance of prayer and of Bible study. So how are you doing? Are you exercising? Hmm? Okay. Last week, we started doing some heavy lifting as we began in some self-reflection, asking a hard question of ourselves. Am I proud? Well, today we're going to continue with this self-reflection by thinking about another question. This one's maybe a little bit easier to answer than last week's question. This week's question, do I grumble and complain about others? Okay. Can we turn up the house lights just a little bit? I want to see who I'm looking at here. Do I grumble and complain about others. Now, I, I had in my mind that it might be fun to ask you to turn towards somebody you're sitting near um, and to ask that person, do I grumble and complain about other people? Because you know how it is with complaining. Now, I got to complain about our lights here, okay. <laughs> we're working on it. You know how it is with complaining. A lot of times, we're not even aware when we are doing it. And so sometimes we need somebody else's help to kind of help point it out. So I thought about asking you to turn towards somebody, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do that because I, then I realized, you know, you have to want to know the answer to that question before you ask it. And I don't want to be the one who causes you to have to ask a question that you don't want to ask. And then to grumble and complain about it. Okay? Do you grumble and complain? Do you? Okay. So, this grumbling and, and complaining is a question that John Wesley asked. And I suspect that it's, a it's something that we'd all have to confess we do from time to time. Maybe some of us more than others. Maybe some of us a lot more than others. But all of us have had our moments when we have grumbled and complained. And it's not like the world doesn't give us good reason to complain. I mean, people can be pretty disrespectful. And people can be pretty rude and pretty inconsiderate. People can be pretty irresponsible. And so we look around and there are lots of reasons why we could complain about other people. And it's because of all the opportunities there are to complain that Wesley wants us to reflect upon this question and to think about how we respond to these kinds of circumstances. Do you grumble and complain about others? Now, in order to, to understand what Wesley's, Wesley's talking about, we need to differentiate between complaining and lamenting. Lamenting is a form of prayer where we cry out to God for help. Life can be tough. 
And we can have lots of problems, and so we can cry out to God for help. Sometimes people do things that hurt us or that disturb us, that bother us in some kind of way. We can take that to God, and we can complain about it to God, and we can ask God for help, and that's called lamenting, a prayer of lament. And it's a good thing to do. That's different than what Wesley was talking about when he asks, do you grumble and complain? Complaining has more to do with talking about other people. It has to do with speaking words that are harsh or that are really negative about other people. Now, we got all kinds of reasons why we could complain. We can complain because we had to change the clocks and we lost an hour's sleep. We can complain about the rain, which almost never falls here in Las Vegas. We can come up with all kinds of reasons to complain. But Wesley's talking about complaining about other people. And when we complain about other people, that's usually born out of the sense that we know how other people ought to act. And of course, they ought to act the way we think they ought to act. And if they don't act the way we think they ought to act, then we have good reason to complain. And what's the big deal about, saying, about complaining anyway? It's not like anybody gets hurt, is it? I mean, what's wrong with me complaining about the driver who cut me off on my way to church this morning? What's wrong with me complaining about the person who was irresponsible and didn't fulfill their promise? What's wrong with me complaining about the neighbors who are making too much noise? What's wrong with complaining? It's not like it hurts anybody, does it? It's interesting how often the Bible talks about grumbling not to grumble or complain. Why does he tell them that? Because they're grumbling and complaining about each other. He says to the church in Ephesus, don't speak harsh words to each other. And why does he say that? Because they're bad talking each other. They're... Does grumbling and complaining make you feel closer to God? Or does it open you up to healing a relationship? Does it bring you to forgiveness? Does it cause you to love more deeply? Probably not. Seldom does grumbling and complaining bring about anything that's good. And it's not even like it makes us feel better. I mean, sure, we might have some momentary pleasure, satisfaction out of being able to get it off of our chest. But it breeds a sense of negativity within us. And this negativity, it can begin to suck the joy out of us. It can begin to, to suck the gratitude that we have out of us. And if left unchecked, it can bring about a sense of alienation. Have you ever known someone who complains about others all the time? It's hard to be around that. It's hard to be around that kind of negativity. And so St. Paul says, do not grumble and complain about others because he knows the brokenness that it can bring. Don't speak harshly about others because he knows that what you fill your mind with is what you become. And if you fill your mind with negative thoughts about other people, you become unhappy and bitter. It's just that simple. 
If you fill your mind with unhappy thoughts about other people, you become unhappy and bitter. It's just that simple. And so Paul says, don't do it. Instead, be thankful. In all circumstances, be thankful. I love that, that Paul throws that in. Be thankful. I mean, it's a lot easier said than done, right? I mean, how do you be thankful for some of the things that we have to go through in life? Be thankful in all circumstances? That's hard to do. It's really hard to do. And especially because it's so easy for us to fall into what I call spiritual amnesia. You know what spiritual amnesia is? Remember the story of the Israelites when God freed them from captivity and slavery in Egypt? The Israelite people cried out to God. They lamented. They cried out to God. And God heard their cries and God answered their cries and came and worked a miracle to free them. And it was quite the miracle. Through all these plagues, God brought one of the most powerful human beings on earth to his knees showed him to be weak and having no control at all. As God had Moses lead the people out of slavery into freedom and along the way protecting them from all harm. And just to make certain that we don't miss how this is a story about the power of God, when, when the Pharaoh stands back up and tries to regain control over the situation, God parts the Red Sea so the Israelites can escape and then has the sea crash in upon the armies of the Pharaoh. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. What God did for these people, it was a miracle. And then once freed from slavery, Moses led them through the wilderness to the promised land. And along the way, what did the Israelite people do? They grumbled and complained. They complained about Moses. They complained about God. They complained about water, about food, about the wilderness. It's like they forgot all that God had done for them in freeing them. Spiritual amnesia. And having forgotten what God had done for them, they began to question whether God even cared for them. Spiritual amnesia. It's easy to catch. It's really easy for it to become a part of our lives, which is why the Bible tells us over and over again to remember. It's why the Israelite people celebrate the Passover, to retell the story so they remember what God had done for them. It's why the Bible tells us over and over again to remember the mighty works of God, all that God has done for you, for me. It's why Jesus at his last supper said, do this in remembrance of me. When we remember what God has done for us, a sense of gratitude begins to well up within us. It's a lot harder to complain. I think about my life. But all that God has done for me in my life, bringing me to the faith, forgiving me of my sins, this new life that I have in Christ with all the changes that have taken place because of it, healing me of fear, providing for me, for my family, when I could not provide for us, 
promising to be with me always, getting me through all kinds of stuff. I think about what God has done for me, and God has done so, so much. Ah, but yesterday, yesterday, I was at the store, and somebody cut in front of me in line, and it ticked me off. Now, am I going to let this overcome all of this? Am I going to allow these little complaints to take root and overcome all that God has done for me? When we remember what God has done for us, this sense of gratitude wells up within us. It's harder to complain. So for those of you who complain a little, and I'm not pointing fingers now, okay? I'm not pointing fingers. But if you struggle with this a little bit, if you, if you find yourself complaining about other people sometimes, I want to give you a, a few simple suggestions. The first suggestion, decide to stop. Decide to stop complaining. Changes in our behavior take place when we make a decision that we want it to change. So make the decision that you don't want to keep complaining anymore. Now, you know how it is with complaining. It's pretty easy for us to miss times when we're actually complaining. It's just so natural. So if you make the decision, well... Ask somebody you trust to help you with it. Ask somebody you trust to, to let you know if they catch you complaining. Give them permission to even interrupt you when you're talking. Let them help you with the decision that you make that you're going to stop complaining. So the first thing to do is just make the decision. You're going to stop. The second thing is that when you stop, here's three little things to do. The first thing Think about something you're thankful for. The second thing, pray it. Tell God thanks. And then the third thing, ask God to bless the person who's making you feel like complaining. Okay. First, think about what you're thankful for. Second, give God thanks. And third, Ask that God will bless this person who's bugging you or making you feel like complaining. Here's a couple of examples. So let's say you've gone to the doctor's office, you have an appointment and you're waiting for your appointment at the doctor's office and you wait and you wait and time goes by, you're still sitting out there in the lobby, an hour later, you're still sitting there. This is the kind of stuff that complaints are made of. Right? So, so... You start feeling like you want to complain, stop. Think about what you're thankful for. In that setting, maybe it's be thankful for that there are doctors and nurses who care about us. And then say a prayer. God, thank you for doctors and nurses who help me. And obviously they're very busy today. So help them as they're helping other people. Simple. But I'll tell you, if you're giving thanks to God and trying to bless somebody else's life, it's very difficult 
to grumble and complain. Another simple little example. This one happened to me just a couple of weeks ago. So we had an appliance in our home break. So I called up for a repair, and the repair company said that the repair person would come out, you know, in a particular window of time. A three-hour window of time, somebody would show up. So I made arrangements to be away from the office, to be away from that work in order to be at home so I could wait for the repair person to show up. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and the repair person never showed up and never called. And I'm thinking, don't they know how busy I am? Don't they know I had better things to do with my time than that? Stop. Stop. Think about what you're thankful for. In this situation, I'm thankful I've got a home where most of the appliances work. <laughs> and so I give thanks to God. Thank you, God that I have a home with so many conveniences. And then pray for the person and bless this repair person who didn't show up. <laughs> bless this person wherever he or she may be helping someone else. When we give thanks to God and we seek to bless another person's life, it's really, really difficult to grumble and complain. One last suggestion. Pick up one of these wristbands that we had made for you. It's kind of got your name on it. <laughs> it says on the front, becoming complaint free. On the back it says, snap out of it. Okay? So put one of these on as a reminder that you made a decision that you're going to work on becoming more grateful and complaining less. And when you catch yourself complaining about somebody, well, do what it says, okay? Snap out of it. Remind yourself. Give thanks to God. Pray a blessing on somebody else's life. When somebody asks you about the band, tell them, you're working on being more grateful and complaining less. I bet it'll start a conversation. Did you know that there are benefits to complaining less and being more grateful? There are benefits. Not only does it help us to have better relationships with one another and to have a better relationship with God, but also when we are grateful, when we fill our mind with the things that we're grateful for, we become happier people. Others can see it. And the happier we are, the more we begin to recognize the ways that God is at work around us, which makes us all the more grateful. Gratitude gives way to gratitude. You know, there's only one person, only one person that I know, who can stop the work that God is doing in my life. Guess who that is? Me. Me. And that's not what I want to do. God has done so much for me already. 
And so I am grateful. St. Paul says, in every circumstance, give thanks. In every circumstance, even those times when you feel like complaining. What better time than then to speak a word of blessing? Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Let's pray.